Ladies and gentlemen, the Hold Up Podcast. Ah, hold up! No, I, no, that's what I'm doing this time because I'm so fucking amped. Is that was that well, it? They, that... You, wait, you know how there's levels of the. Uh, uh, <laughs> So you could do two of them and it'd be whole. I think what I, I was in the super um, <laughs> Japanese voice, uh, voice range for super. Saiyan. Yeah. Much higher. You that was a very high pitched hold up. Do it. I just did it. I'm done. That was, in, that was on. That so was this on, is yeah. the intro. This is not. We're, we're in. Doing we're it. started. We're, we're in. We've started. We're in. Okay. Welcome. Kyle, welcome to the podcast. I'm, jo- I'm John Stenning. Justin, okay. We're here with return guest, Kyle Jaramillo. Hello, Kyle. Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, you were, were on maybe not just before the end times, but <laughs> I remember uh, there's a picture that comes up on my my Google photos often of you with a bunch of hot fries in your mouth. And I feel like that was the last. No, you were on the podcast since then for a mini sode. For a mini sode. Right. You've been on the podcast for this is your fourth time. I think wow. so. Yeah. You've yeah, done be- El Dorado. Yep. Then whatever nice, you yes. did with hot fries, but I don't remember what your move. Oh, uh, 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 hook, hook, hell yeah! And then mini sewed of uh, video games. Yep. Yes. And here we are with a new pick in a new stack. Snack. Yes. Right. And you started it off by like, by sort of hinting at the pick, Justin, with your hold up that you yelled. I did. <laughs> and um, now you have a shit eating grin on your face. But it's like if you, it's that's how iconic this was. If you say to I feel like the majority of people on the street, hey, go Super Saiyan, they're going to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. what the Kyle, what are we talking about? Uh, Dragon Ball Z. That's right. Uh, TV show, cartoon, uh, according to Wikipedia. Originally a, a manga, right? Japanese anime television series produced by Toei Animation. How do you pronounce that? Do you guys know? I think that's correct. I, that's I, how Toei. I've heard it. Toei. Toei. Yeah. Uh, it is the sequel to Dragon Ball and adapts the... La- what the fuck? I, my mind is just blown. What are you blown about, Chuck? Yeah. Honestly, so straight up, guys, I know nothing about this. That's cool. I know very little about Dragon Ball Z. I have seen very little of it in my life. I know, honestly, if I have two friends in my life that <laughs> I think like it the most, I would I would probably name both of you guys. And that's like true. that's sort of what I know about it, like on the periphery of like uh, friends liking it i've never i never really watched it did you watch mm-hmm. other anime as a kid john did you like really get into pokemon, pokemon or 100 yeah yeah but that's really it that's really it if pokemon was a big crossover yeah because you know? if even if you were just a video game fan the collecting and that's the, where that came from part of it yeah yeah but i it totally encompassed all of pokemon the show the the cards the video games uh you know Pokemon, I play Pokemon Pinball a lot, Pokemon Snap, you know. Oh, yeah, remember Pinball? It had a fucking battery pack in the controller. so for that the Rumble. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the Rumble in the, yeah, in, like, not in the controller. It was in the, right? It was in, oh, the, it was in the, 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 the cartridge. 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 Sorry. Yeah. It was yeah. like one AAA, and it went right yeah. in this little. Yeah. And that was a little Rumble pack. Fascinating. Um, Nintendo, always ahead of the curve with that kind of ingenuity. Oh, absolutely. Like. Uh, absolutely yeah they're more like whereas sony and in microsoft are more about the graphics maybe yes. i would say nintendo's more about quality ingenuity and and stuff like that yeah like God, let's push you, this in a super weird way what are you well, playing are you playing any video games right now what are you playing um right now i'm playing destiny 2 
um, which is a first-person shooter created by the the guys who did Bun um, that did Halo, Bungie. Yeah, um, a lot of fun playing with some friends and keeping up with Animal Crossing. I let off for yeah. a little bit. You know how that yeah. goes, where you like yes, absolutely. take a couple I days have, off I and you're like, I off. can't, I can't even look at my village. It's shameful when you start. You know, like I cannot imagine the weeds don't. Own <laughs> the we- I was just gonna I'm say, the so weed. upset even thinking about it. I can't believe I. Although I just read about the spooky update for for Halloween. Which yeah, I gotta cool. log back in for that. So that's how they get you. Oh yeah, it's free. Yeah. Seasonal, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you know, Justin, you know a lot about Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Um, Kyle, I don't know much. Some people who are listening might not know much. Could you explain it to us? And and what and what and could you also explain what Dragon Ball is? Yeah. So I think it's it's like loosely based off of some old story. I don't know. Maybe Justin could speak more to that. Uh, I can't. uh, um, so there was a the, from the, creator, the West something there, about there right? was like yeah um, like long like before Dragon Ball the creator Akira Toriyama who was like the person who wrote the manga series like the comic book version of the show yeah. um, he wrote uh, I forget it who was I want to call it like the Galactic Patrolman or something like that Jocko and the Galactic Patrolman I think was the the story he wrote which ended up being like some kind of precursor to Dragon Ball, but he wrote it. At, I, it doesn't matter. Uh, I would just start with Dragon Ball. I think it came out in like a, a Japanese publication of different, like small version manga. Like it's not a full comic. It would be like a, almost like a strip and it would come out oh, monthly. Okay. And I think that's where that, or he like got his kickoff and um, where that story is coming. From. His first big hit was something called Dr. Slump which is like a com that's very much what you're just talking about Kyle with the comic strip style okay. and like it was small gotcha. stories and like i think it did become like an anime too uh in the 80s i think um but i mean talk about like the creator like i mean dude's just raking in money like he <laughs> he had this he had this doctor slump thing from 81 to 86 and then right into dragon ball which ran till you know I mean, it's still running. He's still involved with it. And he, like, tries to get out of it, and they just pull him back in. They're like, oh, let's, you know, let's do another well, thing. Well, this is making so much money. Why are you leaving? Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, but, but yeah. So, I mean, Kyle, I don't know. Do you want to talk what Dragon Ball is? Do you- so, I have an interesting relationship with with Dragon Ball. I, I didn't have – the only Dragon Ball I got was, I think, I think Sabin was the company. Got a publication that they could – air dragon ball very early in the morning in the 90s on like regular tv cable didn't even come to my street until like the late 90s i lived like on a half dirt road out in the boonies kind of thing um so that was my i caught dragon ball i was like oh this is really cool but it was like mixed episodes it wasn't chronologically anything i don't think it was just what they had licensed for um fast forward to my later years, I'm being babysat at a friend's house, and he has cable, and he shows me this cool thing called Toonami, and Toonami is showing Dragon Ball Z, which I was familiar because of Dragon Ball, and it was right, basically right when in Frieza and the Z Warriors get to Namek um, chronologically. That's where I jumped in, 
and I watched from there and I just I like I remember that same house I was being babysat at we used to like this was very early like YouTube and internet as well and we were watching music videos of like pop music of the time but set to Dragon Ball Z clips of fight scenes and stuff and like who could sync it up the best so like dynamic parts of the songs would be like this epic yeah go ahead shake your head that sounds amazing i i never actually a relationship with dragon ball z so it was this cool thing i only got at this at this at this friend's house um it's funny you mentioned like the the early morning cartoon thing because Mm -hmm. it was the same for me so we've talked about on the pod before that like as children i thought i think a lot of our guests, including ourselves, we'd get up very early to watch TV at like 6 a.m. because it was our time to control the television. Because like once everyone else is up in the house, you're not the top dog in, in charge of the TV anymore. You have to yeah. watch what most people want to watch with you. Something to talk about when you got to school. Right. Yeah, it's so important. Uh, and so like, there. And, and to your point, uh, Saban, they they bought rights to Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z at later, but they never bought the whole show. They right. bought like the first 50 episodes. Like arcs, of, an arc or two. Yeah, and, and, and to be honest, the Dragon Ball Z was like half, an arc and a half, but whatever, I'll hold off on that commentary. So <laughs> you, you and you're, in Kyle, you're right, they, they aired them out of place. So I would get up at 6 a.m. And I, and I never remembered that, I just like started getting into the habit that like, oh, I watched the show last Saturday when I woke up, but you don't mm-hmm. remember like what channel it was because you're just clicking the button up, up, right. up till you see a cartoon. And then I knew nothing of what I was watching. I think it was early than, Fox, right? I I think it was different for literally everyone. Cause that's I, true. Cause I yeah, remember channel 16, which I think was WB, but I don't think any of the networks, it was before the American flag would like come on at 6 a.m. And like, let you know that the network was kicking before on before digital television. Like, yeah, there's right. still analog TV floating through the air. Yeah, and so um, I would watch Dragon Ball when I was like really young. And I remember then later that day it was always Sunday, and then I like Sunday afternoon when I'd be outside playing, I wanted to be Goku, and I would have a, a pole in my on my back like because he had a bow in dragon ball that he it was called the extendo pole and it would just go on forever and he had a flying gold cloud because they didn't in dragon ball they didn't learn how to fly as characters yet uh whatever crazy so like i fucking would i would be goku and friends that would come over be like what the fuck are you talking about kyle Kyle, what is this show about some people i don't know what the fuck justin is talking about I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to catch on, but simplistically, what is this show about? There are Dragon Balls out in the universe. If you, if you bring them together, they grant either one or three wishes, depending on. One wish. We'll just stay one wish. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's two. Okay. So they grant a wish. Um, There are these warriors, the Z warriors on, on planet earth. And um, they're just, they're fighting the evil that the evil aliens that may come to take over. That's the basic. So for Z. Yeah, I was going to say for Z. So Dragon Ball. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a quick. There's so much to talk about. I know. I I just want to try to, because Justin maybe can do Dragon Ball quickly. I I can do it very quickly. So Goku, this little kid in Dragon Ball, right? He's, he's, he's introduced to another lead character, her name is Bulma. And Bulma shows up at Goku's house because Goku has a Dragon Ball, which she knows if she collects all seven, they're spread across the entire universe. 
She has a, she's like very, she's like a technology genius. She can make any invention. She has a thing that tells her on the globe where all the Dragon Balls are. Kind of cheating, but she's figured out how to do it. It And Goku won't give up it's the Dragon Sith Ball. It's a Sith Wayfinder, understandable. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Goku yeah, won't give up the Dragon Ball because, um, you know, Goku's like an eight-year-old child living in the woods by himself, um, practicing martial arts because his grandfather passed away. And he has kind of, like, his grandfather left him the Dragon Ball, and he's equated that somehow, because he's so young, the Dragon Ball is, like, his grandfather's spirit. So he won't give it yeah, to Bulma. Okay. Yep. And so, but what he does agree is, oh, well, I'll go with you. Uh, you know, I don't need to stay in the woods forever. I'll go with Bulma. They go on adventures. They meet characters. They eventually collect the Dragon Balls. And, you know, there's people they meet along the way that are enemies. They turn into friends. Recurring characters that you see in Dragon Ball Z are gotcha. sometimes in Dragon Ball. Very soap opera-y yeah. in that way. Okay. Um, it had and a lot more comedy, I would say, than action. Very comedy-based Dragon Ball. So, so Dragon Ball Z picks up, sort of, like, I, I didn't realize this as a kid, but Dragon Ball Z, because I had never, like, like I said, they only picked up the first, like, 50 episodes of Dragon Ball which like gets you a third of the way through the show. There's like so many more. I mean, there's a hundred something, you know, 150 yeah. something episodes of Dragon Ball before it gets to Z. Right. And Z has got its own 200 something episodes. So I never quite got how close the, the gap actually gets between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. But anyway, Z takes off where Goku is now an adult with a child. Married. Married. And he, uh, it's much more focused on the fights. The Dragon Balls have so little to do with the show. Gotcha. They're there to just bring people back to life. Like a, it's a loop. So they can kill hole. people. Yeah, it's a plot device to just like, oh, let them die. We'll bring them back. Yeah, and people so, come back all the time. That's what I learned. Yep. Correct. Yes. Um, and it in Dragon Ball Z very much became about I, Kyle. Let me know if you don't agree, but it's very much about the fighting and the action, the fight sequences of the show like really are why people watch the show. It was like a lot more violent than, than I'll buy that for a second. Kyle, why think did of, you think of cartoons at the time? It was definitely a lot more violent in that. Oh yeah. Is shown even further in the fact that the American version was so much more edited than the original Japanese version. Original um, Japanese version had a ton of ton more blood um, holes in people, um, stuff like that. So it was a lot. A lot more of an adult cartoon than was seen at the time. So this, like, obviously had a big impact on you, right? That's why you picked it for the show. Mm-hmm. What, when do you remember, like, when you were first introduced to it, and have you sort of been following it ever since, or did it go away and, and that love has come back, or how, how? What's your relationship with the show? Um, I always loved it. I always connected with people who also enjoyed it. Loved talking about it. There was something, uh, I think I was, I don't know, maybe 10 to 12, I guess, at the time. Um, and at the time, you're going through a lot of changes in your body, what in life. What do you mean, pubes? <laughs> yeah, essentially. Pubes, always change. Okay. Pubes and moans. Hormones. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what it is. Um and so like that's going super saiyan like that felt like that like that's how you felt sometimes man you just lose it like you're just so angry because you don't know how to deal with all the things coming at you how many times how many times um so we've mentioned this a couple times now on the the, the 
this episode here that we're talking about, that the original people who bought the rights to distribute the show in America only bought 50-something episodes or so. And so how off, How many times – so you – especially oh, yeah. when it started airing on Cartoon Network at a regular schedule at 5 o'clock every night, right? you'd get to the same part and you keep thinking like, oh, they're going to – Finally, they, show they me got the, 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 the rest pe- of the license now. <laughs> They're gonna like show me the next episode finally, and then nope, it starts over. You it starts over, and you go back saga. to the fucking beginning of episode <laughs> one. And they're teasing this idea of going Super Saiyan. Like they, mm-hmm. like the episode before they they restart the show talked about how the characters were gonna go Super Saiyan, which is like this crazy like mythical power up that you've never seen in the show before. You, like it's never even been mentioned, but it gets mentioned like the episode before the show starts over. And I must have seen the show start over like five times. How many times for you, Kyle? So yeah, that was when I was getting babysat. I believe all we watched was just that that one arc over and over again. Um, so talk about your hormones raging, and you got your own thing going on over here that you're just like <laughs> you're just trying teased. to. You need a full release, and it just keeps bringing oh you back God. to that. That's right. And you just want to see the fucking Super Saiyan. You know what I mean? Is that why oh, you're the way you are, Justin? So big, uh, yes. Could be. Very well could be. Kyle, yeah. you're kind of like chill, though. Justin, Justin, I love you. <laughs> chill would not be a word I used to describe you. No, I do, that's correct. You know how to chill. You're just, like, not very chill. No. No, I'm yeah. not. Um, especially right now. I'm so eager. There's so many millions of thoughts happening about this I know, pick. but you need to realize that, like, so many I know, people no one else don't knows. know it. They I'm don't sorry. know it as well as you know it. Right? I know. So, so like, and they don't like they don't know it as well as Kyle. So Dragon Ball so. Z, a big part of the villain, not only the villains but the the protagonists too, is having always being able to surpass your physical limit. So like you you you're like oh. I'm at max power, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah. but yeah, but now I'm going to go train this other thing called Kaoken where I can increase that power even further. And then, oh, that's not enough. So let me do Kaoken times three or five or 10. I think he goes to 20 before he hits Super Saiyan. And freezes it's up. not doing itself any favors. So let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. So let's. I love that you guys love it, but it's really not doing it's, itself. It's, it's, it's so okay. Convoluted. It becomes so ridiculous in like, there's it's a soap opera. I don't big, know how else to. One of the biggest quotes of the series is uh, "is power levels over 9,000. I would I, say. Are that's... you familiar with that meme, John? Yes. The, so, so that I think uh, Vegeta or one of the someone from the Saiyan saga is saying. Vegeta that. says it. Yeah. The first power level you're introduced to is a human farmer at power level five. So that that gives you a basis. Gotcha. Yeah. Then he's like, oh, your power. So the quote is your power level is over 9,000. When we're talking millions, billions, trillions, like it just gets so out of hand. Right. But that right. was what was cool is like there was, you could, you keep breaking that ceiling, man. There's a and cooler form. One of the things to go back, like kind of stepping away from the details of the show that like I, I, I agree, John, I don't <laughs> I want to be so out. into it, that this I think hits kids a certain way because just like you're trying to find a group like, you know, that is you and that, you know, it's something special to you. And then you like music had a big impact on the three of us in that way, where it's like, Oh, we liked a certain kind of music that other people didn't like. And that helped us form friendships and things. I think because of how this show started to show up in America, that you like went through this stuff, finding anyone else who knew it was always like super cool. I met, I met a kid. um, And I didn't, 
I never met anyone. So I started watching when I was like six, seven years old, fifth, like kindergarten and first grade. I didn't meet anyone else who had ever heard of the show until seventh grade. Yeah, and it's a long time. It's a long time to kind of sit with like a thing that you like and that no one else seems to know or thinks like you try to explain it. And you sound and your like parents an aren't into it. Your de- parents yeah. definitely aren't into it. <laughs> it's like me um, trying to talk to everyone about Survivor today. No one cares. No one. <laughs> yeah, cares. maybe I've a little bit. Thirty-six seasons of Survivor now. No one gives a fuck. You know what? It's so it's funny you just said that because my younger brother was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go watch Big Brother," and I was just like, "Oh, that's yeah. a thing." Okay. Yeah, you can watch all Big Brother too, Amazing Race, all of those great shows. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so, that's so that's huge. So you so you found someone in seventh grade, and that was like big for you, right? Because it, you finally got to share this, and it was very niche. And niche is cool, right? Especially then, because like yes. it, it wasn't like you right. could. No. The internet right. was like super. I used to dial up to use dial. Oh my god! To oh, yeah. go on AOL. We know to, what that is. To Google search we pictures of Dragon Ball Z yeah. that I would then just print out full color and put in a sleeve and a binder and bring the binder to school to show my friend who I had met that liked Dragon Ball Z. And he did the same thing. And we would just like look at pictures from this show, which as I've stated, we only have like 50 episodes we can watch. But and like, what's, go, go ahead, ahead sorry. So, no, no, no. Uh, so that, talking about those 50 episodes that we have to watch, keep in mind, those of you who don't know Dragon Ball Z that well, the show was done at that point in Japan. Like They, it, they knew what the ending was. By the time it got to America, it was over. Not only was it over, wow. there was a, a, a third. So we talked about there was Dragon Ball as a show in a manga, yes. then there was Dragon Ball Z. There was a third show that had already aired and ended called Dragon GT? Ball GT Yeah, that by the time we were watching our 50 episodes, like was also already done. So there's yeah. a whole, you know, the internet and people. Who, so you could find these pictures of these forms these or people that you hadn't met yet. And, and so you like, theory crafting, like in Pokemon, where, you, oh, if you leave your cartridge out in the water, you get right. Peekaboo. There's someone, there's some <laughs> other weird alien wearing an animal print outfit. And maybe there's five of them. <laughs> and I've never seen this golden leopard right. dressed right. alien before. And um, so you're just like, oh my fucking God, what, like what trans, and I never realized growing up, like it is literally all about transformations. Like the enemies transform, the, yeah, the yeah. heroes transform. It's all about finding the next transformation. Um, which like, as a kid, you're just like, no, they're breaking through their ceiling. Like they've overcome a, a thing. It's kind of like transformers. Like, it's just like, oh, we're just going to like make a new transformation to like, com- like plot hole this, whatever. But the, uh, so I found a kid in seventh grade that liked it. The other thing that the, the reason I learned more about the concept of the show is, uh, John, I grew up in an ice rink, right? You know that. Oh um, we would go, I'd have to go watch my brother's hockey games and stuff. The only other person I've ever met at this point who knew anything about this show was the father of one of the kids uh, who skated this with might be the lamest brother. thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. I'd like to stress, I'm nine guy. years old, so the dad is lame. I'm cool. No, you're both oh, so lame. You're no, both lame. no way. I'm yeah. nine years old. Like, I'm talking about this thing with this other adult. I like, would argue the dad's cool because he he oh, got it before. You the, guys are you guys are shrouded in your fandom. I like that. You're, bl- you're blinded <laughs> by your fandom. He, he what explained this was so like, much to me. 
he explains so much to you. Oh my god! Because what were the other parents thinking in the stands? Like this guy, yeah, this guy. He's been talking about so this Karen's kid. I would, I would try to like tell my brother and my mom, like, oh Matt, you got to be friends with this kid, so I could, you can go to his house, and then I can go and just hang out with his dad, and we could talk about that. <laughs> like, that you is know, like how that goes. I can understand how that is cool. It's just like so funny to think of like nine year old Justin well, like sidling like up to someone with video games, and you want to go. Yes, because check I mentioned like I was printing out all these pictures. And Kyle was mentioning that, like, these pictures are from parts of the show we've never seen before. This guy, I don't even know how, he knew what the story was. So he's, like, telling me the lore of, like... He's, like, a super nerd, dude. Well, yeah, but, like, even at that point, like, he's watching Japanese with subtitles or... Yeah, he's killing it. He's killing it. He's He's doing everything he can to get that. He gets it. He's got to get that shit. That's so important. Yeah. And back then, like, they were good, like... You know, like they were better at it. It's like it's like digging through crates or something, or like looking at old comic, going through old comic book boxes. Like, mm-hmm. yes, just like shit does. People, it doesn't happen as much. You know, um, you're absolutely right. And so that was like somebody else. So and I met those two people kind of the same. Like I got to have both of those happening at the same time, which is like, oh my gosh. And I started like I don't know about you, Kyle. Were you able to ever find any like the only merch or like toys or shirts or posters anything i could find it was not in america like i i maybe there was one poster at newberry comics but otherwise that shit was like coming from japan i I, fuck if i know where it came from but like all my shirts i had three dragon ball shirts that came from japan they only had japanese writing on it i had no idea what it said and what's interesting is saban who gave us our original taste of dragon ball they also did power rangers Hell yeah. Um, and Power Rangers is, is a merchandising powerhouse. So I think that it has a lot to do with the like Funimation picking it up and they're, they're not being so focused on merchandising. I think that if it maybe would have stuck with Saban, we probably would have had a lot more Dragon Ball Z toys as a kid. Um, at least in America, I, I don't know. You know, in Japan, I think they were toys was, were everywhere. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, but yeah, so I think that's kind of like I, I don't know about that. That's my emotional connection to the show. Really. And the opening theme song was sick. Oh, Rock the dragon, so fucking cool. This yeah. is sick guitar riff, like power metal. Um, yeah, with a little, was it the same theme song the whole time? No, so Rock the Dragon was for the Saban licensing. Gotcha. Um, Those then, first fifty episodes that were yeah, about. but even when I think Funimation picked it up, they drew, they created their new intro for those first fifty episodes when they started airing those kind of things. So that, but the Rock the Dragon, in my opinion, was the the like the top shelf uh, intro song. And so we watched you. We watched two specific episodes. Mm-hmm. Right? And so where uh, these episodes, they, they were not like sequentially back-to-back episodes. Correct. Um, where did this first episode fall in like these, you know, this first 50 or in terms of like, I mean, this like shit, shit was going down here. Yeah. Was oh, going yeah. Down. I think, you know, this was like this motherfucker's going Super Saiyan or he just did or he's about to. It's like. Right. Because everything is ramping up and also like. Like I, you know, the timing is insane on this show. 
absolutely yeah. insane. I do not have the patience for something like this in 2020. Um, Understood. I can understand the nostalgia wrapped around it 100%. And it's to me, it reminds me of like Star Wars as a kid. You talk about like seeing these characters online, you know, like mm-hmm. even recently with like the Disney trilogy. Remember when they released the pictures for Constable Zuvio for Force Awakens? Do you guys remember Constable Zuvio? No. S- was like pumped. There was a Constable Zuvio action figure. I bought Maybe it. Not. Cut out of the movie, basically. Like, uh. Not in the movie at all. So, like, there's shit, shit like that that you just, like, you get excited about. So they released the action figure, and then he was cut? And- uh, yes, as someone who, like, works closely with certain toy companies. Understood. Uh, yep. I will say that this toy uh, was on shelf much longer than any other because they, you know, they made it as part of, like, a series of six or 12. And right. it wasn't, like, the chase item. It was no Kylo Ren or Rey, right? right? But, like, Constable Zuvio and, like, looked really cool but was basically cut out of the final. It's in the background of a couple scenes. But, um, you know, then, the, therefore, cool. the, the toy doesn't sell at all. So it's just, like... Uh, you know, you just you, but you you do you get hype about these things. Uh, so I can totally understand that. So yeah, the first one that we watched, Kyle, where does that fall in the timeline? So I would say at the cul- it it's pretty much like the the culmination of the first real big bad guy. You're see, yes. you, you're seeing his final form and what it's going to take to beat that. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's so Frieza, is that correct? Yes. Frieza. Yeah. Love Frieza. Gotcha. So um, his four forms. So you 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 jumped into his fourth form, his final form. His sort of Mewtwo like form, definitely a form that awakened a lot of furry types early. <laughs> I'm not I'm not kink shaming, but I will say what? that there are some very interesting muscular. And you, you should see the sweaty, Ginyu Force too. Dude, I'm telling you, there's some really homoerotic shit in this show. Like <laughs> close-ups on sweaty sweaty muscles like and it's like and it's like it, you know it's like a slow you're training 100 times up. gravity it's so yeah. much sweat it's, oh so God, i so think i have sweat. body issues because of the show <laughs> i think my body issues uh, uh, uh like because in my in my head like this was attainable as a kid yeah like, you're, you I can, can be an adonis super you can be an adonis i want to be like eight Very pack attainable. abs and fucking <laughs> you know like just super not proportional as a human being <laughs> Um, so much volume in your hair that it just stands straight up. God, I want that. Regardless. Ugh. So yeah, Kyle. So this this Frieza character, you're saying they're they're becoming to their fourth form. It's a the strong form, and mm-hmm. um, our main protagonist Goku like has to face off against that. Right. Well, so he, I think in like the the twelve episodes, maybe leading up to the episode yep. you watched, Goku yep. is summoning what's called a spirit bomb. That's where he takes yes. the life force it, of many things and, and shoots it at the end. And it was huge as hell. Very big. Frieza off guard. I think it was like ninety percent of the universe is what he said. Oh my god! Wow. A lot, a lot of life force. And so they're in the, I think, in the middle or maybe towards the end of the episode we watched. Um, yeah. They're at, they're thinking they killed him with this large spirit bomb. Right. Right. They're talking about Krillin's girl problems. That's a character yeah. there. It's a you know a very nice moment. And then boom, there comes the. the Gohan's yelling, where's my daddy a lot? Yeah. yeah. The amount of times said, he says daddy is so <laughs> fucked up. I like. I hate Gohan. I hate him. You should. I know I haven't. He, he I becomes haven't. cooler. He does become cooler. Yeah. But well, then he becomes second, super fucking but, lame again. <laughs> He's cool for the like five episodes. Yeah, Sorry, John, yeah. I cut you off. 
no, it's okay. I, his voice, I hated his voice. I hate he whine, he like whines a lot, but it's like he's a it's, child. Just, it's it's very sexual. It's I like, would like oh, to stress no. um Gohan is seven years old. Like yeah, he has been gone, he's yeah. going on an intergalactic space mission. So so for reference, they're not on Earth. Right. They're on a different planet. There's too much. There's there's a lot that happened in the ninety-four episodes before we got to this episode. Um but Goku. Uh, Goku has I, I can't even Goku discovers that he's actually not an Earthling. He actually comes from an alien planet in an alien race called the the Saiyans. And the Saiyans are constantly referred to as a warrior race. They are conquerors, they are hunter-gatherers rather than uh or I guess they're hunters versus they are gatherers. Mm-hmm. And every time they go into battle and they get beat up when they heal or like as they rest and recuperate, they, they like get exponentially stronger over. And, and so like the more they push themselves, the, the stronger that they get. Um, Frieza, he's the main antagonist we we saw in this episode. He at one point destroyed the entire Saiyan planet. And it happened to be that a few Saiyans were not on the planet, but he destroyed the entire race of Saiyans because he started to see a few of them get pretty strong. Not that they would ever compete with his power, but he was concerned that there was this legend of a Super Saiyan that might question his power. And so he fucking took like his finger, made an energy ball the size of a planet, hucked it at the the Saiyan planet and killed all, like killed every Saiyan except like four. And Goku happened to be a survivor. He doesn't even know, like he was off on another world, doesn't know. Right. And so he's kind of he like, raised on Earth. He was raised on Earth, and he's kind of coming to terms with the fact that he's not an Earthling. He's a Saiyan, and like, what does that mean? And so he doesn't even know about like this 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 legend of a of a Super Saiyan. He just does it because this like evil guy Frieza kills his two best friends in front of him. Right. And, you know, like you know, they're having this, like I said, they're having this calm moment where they thought the, the, the villain's dead. And all of a sudden, uh, Krillin, one of the, 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 I would say the, the catalyst for Goku going Super Saiyan sees the villain come back out, Frieza. And so Frieza's just like so powerful that he just points at one of his best friends, kills him, points at the other, levitates him in front of everyone, kills him. And that's what triggers. Goku to just go into a rage and even once he goes Super Saiyan it's it's kind of uncontrollable especially I'm sure when you first go there so he tells his son to get out of there because he doesn't know what he's going to be doing he's like get off he this he tells planet. him about five times yeah get off yeah. the planet well, he's, he's like I'm not leaving you daddy yeah he's like Gohan I'm telling you for the last time get the hell out of here yeah and then that's like the end of the episode Right. Didn't you feel like you wanted to see what happened next? Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so it's funny you say that. I watched, I ended up watching the episode before and after because I was like, I can't just watch this episode. Um, I, maybe I would choose a, di- I just, so this episode rang so true with me because, again, this is what you were waiting to see. Sure. After you watched it, the same right. crap, not crap, but you watched the same thing over and over over again and then finally you get him so like that i i got goosebumps watching it again for this for this scene 
not necessarily other parts of it, but this is very nostalgic enough that I was yeah. just like, oh yeah, it's still there. It holds up. It's kind of um, they talk about in Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z a lot, filler filler episodes, which is like any time that they fill the the episode with scenes not from the the manga source material, and so like a lot of this was kind of like fillery to try to like build up to the moment where he, like in the manga he kind of like throws the spirit bomb doesn't to try work to build up there's 300 episodes they could have easily cut it down to 200 and you could have had one third less of all the build-up do you know what i mean like that's a funny argument to make for like oh well they were trying to stretch it out they were trying to fill it they it's didn't fun have enough. it's funny you say that because i now own all of z and gt physically i own so what is that 500 episodes yeah, but so that when and on one of the re, it's a lot of episodes. I don't know. It's probably closer to four. If you own the originals, no. it's two seventy six plus sixty four. Right. So three and change. But I don't. So that's the thing. I don't. In one re-release um, called Dragon Ball Z Kai, they cut a lot of that filler episodes. And I felt when I was purchasing my physical copies, I was like, you know, I've seen these so many times. I don't know. Like you said, I don't have the time for this shit. This, I don't care what happens next. I don't. That, it's kind of like that mentality. Like, I don't have the time for all 276 episodes of this anymore. So I bought the beginning of it as Kai, but I haven't seen one of the sagas, the Boo Saga, which is the tail end of Dragon Ball Z as much. So I bought that in like it's true to, yeah, in the true form gotcha. because gotcha. I, I still enjoy watching familiar those. familiar with it. Exactly. Right, right, exactly. Right. So in Dragon Ball Z Kai, it actually aired on Nickelodeon, so it was it was like not even on Cartoon Network anymore. Wow. And this episode for the Kai version, which eliminates some of this filler shit, is like forty something, right? Um, I mean, it's still like a hundred plus episodes, it's close to two hundred episodes, right? Um, but just this episode in particular is the highest rated Dragon Ball Z Kai episode, getting twelve point three percent of the view viewership of the of the day, I guess, or whatever. However, that works. That's um, the first one that we watched, right? The first episode, because going like so, we kind of talked about that Rock the Dragon uh, intro, which used was kind of an interesting thing because it used um, clips from different parts of the show to make the intro. It wasn't like it was this and the movies movie. that aren't even canon, right? So it used a lot of animation from movies. Like there were three Dragon Ball Z movies at the time that they used a lot of the clips from to make the show to make the intro. But the final three seconds of that intro shows Vegeta, one of the characters, getting blonde hair, but you don't know why. Then it shows this weird guy with a sword with blonde hair slicing oh, yeah. through something, and you don't Aren't have you okay any with idea. Spoilers? Don't you like spoilers? Well, um, yes. I don't think that, that was that was calm. This seems like a spoiler, right? Oh. I I don't no. think you gave away enough. No. You didn't no, no, not for me. I'm saying like when you're watching this and you haven't seen it, is that like a spoiler? Oh, well, you're kind of just watching it because like it you're was, a fucking was eight years old and you're like, slap, like, oh, why is he even doing that? I don't even know what that what is. What is this? And, and you're looking for you this look episode. I haven't it. seen this episode. Where do they right. get in this intro from? And then, and then right. Goku lands in the middle of the gang with like a character with a sword and purple hair that you've never seen before to his right. And then his hair goes blonde too. And you have like... They don't introduce the concept of what that is until like 
like I was saying, like you have to go like 60 episodes into the show before you even know what that is about. Like it is not mentioned at all. They don't talk about it. But you realize like, oh, this entire like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, they have been building to this moment to show him like with this blonde hair for so many years. And you're just like, you lose your fucking mind. And it's so fucking cool to see this finally happen as like corny as the beginning of the episode is. I agree. Gohan. Daddy, <laughs> dad. Ugh, dude, you're so fucking annoying. You shouldn't have gone on this trip. Um, Kyle, anyway. What's the second episode about? So the second episode is about, it's about Gohan. It's about Gohan in yeah. um, being an equal bitch until the end. Yeah. So this is his Gohan's Just, teenage years. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't. Say I ag- no. I agree with that. I like the. Well, he's just being like it's just annoying. I should just You're say right. he's being annoying. So this is Gohan's <laughs> teen years. This is um, during the what's called the cell arc of the show. Um, this is Gohan surpassing what we just watched in our first episode, Super Saiyan One, and going to Ascended Saiyan or Super Saiyan Two. He has blonde hair now. Everyone's muscles are bigger. Their hair electricity. He's got blue yeah, electricity. Yeah, his blonde, that was, that was his the blonde hair is going shooting up pointier more. than the last time. Right. It's got more volume. His voice is still awful for some reason. <laughs> yes. There's now sports commentators like on the hillside. I forgot that the, the world was showing the, the cell because that was the cell games that we watched. The, the yep. villain holds this tournament for the strongest fighters. So, Justin, that. you famously hate sports. Why do you love this so much? Oh, um, well, I as a kid... It's so, but it's like, this is like a tournament. This is like a straight up tournament. This So that is something that Dragon Ball was all about. Like, um, kind of as much as they were trying to find Dragon Balls in that show, Goku and Krillin were like little kids, you know, eight years old themselves. And there's a concept in the Dragon Ball Z Earth called the World Martial Arts Tournament. Or the Budokai Tenkaichi. Oh, yeah. So then, you know, (laughs) that's where the characters like that was like also a plot where it's like, Oh, they're training to go compete and to become the world's best martial arts. It hasn't, um, our characters that we follow in Dragon Ball Z, we. like are not participating. Yes. We yeah. me and me and K Jim, not yeah. John. Yeah. Jim. There's not a tournament in Dragon Ball Z until the last arc of the show, but it doesn't mean that it hasn't been happening. Correct. And it was happening. And all of our characters who have learned like, as you can see, they can power up and you can see the energy blast coming out of their hands and stuff. That shit has like kind of disappeared from the martial arts tournament. No one like remembers it or whatever. Yeah. And so the the winner of the past few is a guy named Mr. Satan. Mr. Satan. Or Hercule might in our episode, his name like they they felt in America they couldn't call him Mr. Satan. Yeah. Um he is the current world martial arts tournament and he uh martial arts champion. champion. And he is like he challenged Cell. That this villain we're watching um, a few episodes ago, he literally gives him two punches and so just like hucks him into a fucking cliff. So it's not fair at all, right? No. These other people. It's two are... totally different levels. Yeah. yeah. And, right. and, but the world doesn't understand like the powers His that he's. Upper level. Right. Yes. So he keeps saying, like, well, I could beat him, but, you know, I have a stomachache. Like, cause like, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's. Oh, okay. Cause that guy was like, oh, Fool, right? Yeah, right? like yes, that's the he's champion a of the, the world martial arts. He has an American accent. 
And he's just yelling about his stomach problems. And I was like, oh, okay, this is like their, their form of comedy in this. Yes, and that's what they were. So they, they were... Um, he's like Chuck Norris, but not. Gotcha. Yeah, he's more like uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme because he actually right. doesn't know like shit. Like a parody of himself. Right, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He is a strong guy. Like, he, he earned his way to the, to the world. Right, but not compared to Goku But again, yeah, two different levels. levels. Different levels. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, and so th- they all, like, all those characters you saw with the camera crew, they had all given their, like, shot against Cell. And, he, and Cell just was like, I'm done like, with you. Like, I, I want to okay. fight these you know the z they're called the z warriors and that's you know uh so that's the that's where they were coming from this is um this is so much you know i don't know what the right way to tackle this is you know like this show as a whole so you know approaching it from two different episodes like we normally do on the show it's it's a lot harder when you have this much backstory and this much to like learn i feel like we've only skimmed the surface like i have at least you guys seem much more obviously much more well versed in it but so i guess i would just ask without going the, the episode the second episode you picked is when go uh, gohan goku's mm-hmm. son mm-hmm. is forced to go to the next level of super saiyan which is the first time we see it in the show yeah yeah what and it's it's it, it was cool like that's the first time you see super saiyan it's one of those moments uh, and it was especially, I think, interesting to watch as a as a kid growing up because you, up until this point, Goku always wins. Mm-hmm. Oh, and okay. we're seeing now the first time Goku had already tried to fight this main villain guy that we're seeing, this new yeah. villain guy. And um, he he loses. He gets his ass kicked. But everyone's watching, including Gohan. And Go, you don't see this in the episode you watch. But Gohan's like, "Why are you and Cell holding back? Like this is insane." And Goku's like, "Nah, nah, nah. You're just on a whole nother level than us, and you don't know it yet." And that's oh, where okay. Gohan breaks through to that next level of Super Saiyan. They weren't holding back at all. Gohan just—they looked like they were moving slow because he was that much more powerful. Right, right. He's a, he's an upper echelon. And yeah. what what? There, they kind of allude to this in the in the episode that we watched, but um, there has been moments throughout the entire show where Gohan's like power sort of comes out in this quick burst, where mm-hmm. he like fucks shit up for like one second, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, this kid's fucking insane!" And then like they forget yeah. about and him because he's there's like some, or something. Yeah, he used all his power. <laughs> yeah, and then and then more storyline goes on, and so Goku's like, "No, it's about time you need to like." you need to step up and save the world right now. Right. Harness that. And uh, it doesn't watch. That's what we watched, which was like very, very cool, but kind of in retro, like having watched these two side by side, what a like, it's nowhere near the coolness factor of the first one. And that's when I said, I got goosebumps for the first one. Didn't get them for the second one. I definitely don't think it's, it's on that level. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I felt the same way though. Yeah, the next episode's kind of cool because um, Gohan, now that he's in that new state, uh, we watched all of the the Z Warriors getting fucked up by these little mini cells, the cell juniors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he he like literally he gives them one punch and they each one explodes as he sort of touches them because he's like now that strong. Yeah, he it's kills like, them all one hand, like holding a bag of beans in one hand. He just kills them all. 
and it it is like pretty that's that's pretty cool that's like a little bit of a goosebump effect um but yeah it's it's yeah go i mean that it was it's not as uh cool the as super saiyan one because like as i said we had an entire show plus another 100 episodes to build yeah to that first golden haired moment and then the super saiyan 2 moment they didn't really give a lot of hype to that they They've been alluding to that there is a, a Super Another Saiyan 2 level. level yeah. And other characters thought they achieved it and they sort of realized they don't. But they've also, as a kid, I remember not enjoying watching this series, like this arc as much, because it was, you know, you think this, what we're talking about is convoluted and this episode probably is very hard for some people to listen to maybe because we're like an episode of Dragon Ball Z ourselves. But... <laughs> uh, like th- this particular arc was very convoluted in itself talking about all the different levels and it, yeah. like it was a bit much and they kind of um, go back in a good way in the next arc when they have to do the next transformation. Right. It's sort of like, Oh fuck, this is dope as hell. And it was like a pretty more, it was like a uh, physically more dramatic to see. And it was like right. oh, super Saiyan three is cool as hell. Yeah. Love. But like story. no matter no matter what show it is, if you're coming in 100, 150 episodes in, you're going to be like, I'm missing something here, right? Like, you know, it, there's it'd be a bad show if you weren't missing something. I think uh, right. the creator wanted to stop after the Frieza. Yeah. It was ma- it was doing so well and yeah. in Japan that they're like, mm-mm, keep, we can't. keep figuring it out. Yeah. The entertainment industry is awful, and he was bound to some sort of contract. Right. And he couldn't he was say no to raking in the dough, but right. Right. bound. Yeah. So that was uh, the Cell Saga. And then Gohan does ultimately save the day, though, of yeah. that. Oh, Go- Goku, Goku helps, which I thought was not great. Because, like, because he, remember, he's like, he's helping him do the Kamehameha. Oh, uh, yeah. I, Anyways, yeah, not to get yeah. too into it. So, but, I mean, you guys, what the hell do you think? You think the show holds up? You friggin' nerds. <laughs> I can't wait to show it to my son. Is that on? I I meant to ask you that actually. Oh, big time! Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. When do you know when? How like what age? Once I can let him know that they are doing this for self defense in some small way, and they're not just and it's not, it's not, not just, just cool to fight. Yeah, yeah it's right, not right. just cool to be violent. It's like they're defending their home and their blah, honor blah, blah. and that stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That that's is something that um, Dragon Ball Z. The, like the U.S. version of Dragon Ball Z, I think, did very well. Is Agreed. that they made Goku, like all the way that they had him deliver the lines, like the voice actor delivered the lines and everything, yeah. was all that kind of what Kyle's saying. is like all, this is from a place of self-defense. You're like not an, like you're a strong person. I don't want to hurt you. You don't want right, to hurt these people. Right. You want them to change their ways. Like they always to pursue that. Yeah. Correct. And I loved that. I think that's like a really important thing about all of this. And what, like, they kind of changed him. Um, they made like a, if you watch Dragon Ball or you watch some of the later series that they've made, like the there's even one after GT now called Super. Goku, they, they like, same voice actor, but they changed how they want him to deliver the lines. They make him like an idiot. Like he's yeah. just there, like, oh, I just want to fight and get stronger. 
and it's like <laughs> and eat rice and eat rice <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's like kind of um it's, weird. it's a little bit weird to see him kind of be changed but yeah, in the, apparently in japan goku is always kind of a dumbass like that oh, okay um so it was interesting that for the u.s version of dragon ball z they like added that sort of that tone it's not that the lines are all that different but it's sort of the no the I, yeah right stuff. the way it's approached yeah, yeah. um yeah. but it got me to get into martial arts myself and, um, you know, go on through multiple years of coming a black belt and a sensei and like uh, as goofy as it fucking yeah, is, cool. I attribute that no, shit cool. to Hell yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. So, so Justin, you might be a nerd, but you'll kick our butts. Basically is what you're saying. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I, it's only uh, at the last resort, only as a last resort. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there are parts. So I, I was actually, um, talking about this recently this has been my quarantine watch so like very coincidentally you think you i wasn't sure if you were passionate about it or not i couldn't tell (laughs) i i up until quarantine to COVID times i have not seen this since the last time i could like watch tsunami at five o'clock oh yeah yeah i i mean i i downloaded the entire show when i discovered torrents in like wow you know senior year but i still i don't think i ever watched any of them like i just just didn't so anyway there are parts of it that are like, especially the the episode, like the first Super Saiyan episode that we're talking about, pr- like a few episodes prior to that, they're meeting these aliens who have never been to Earth, but making a joke about like money and calling it dinero or, or like, um, that's a lot of, <laughs> that's a lot of clams. And it's like, how do they know this Earth expression, you know, and that kind of shit. And th- there's a lot of that. And I do think it's like, if you are an adult watching that, and you don't have the nostalgia factor. I actually think it does not hold up that kind of shit. But the I fight sequences that. and the overarching plot, and if you're into seeing these characters get stronger and fight cooler things, and the fight scenes just get better with time because of the animation gets better. And I do that, think they push the that animation fight style, that art style a little bit. I would say it, things got cool. It was a little bit cooler after this, you know, yeah. it was, it was cooler to have these big explosive fights. Oh, um, they, they set a precedent. Right. I mean, they, I mean, they also probably, they brought anime, I think to the American market. They introduced a lot of people to that, like more mainstream. You know, we talked about Pokemon, which was like very, very mainstream, but right. to me, Dragon Ball Z was right, right on its tails in terms of like pop culture and the zeitgeist is concerned, you know, yep. like, and that you, you might, there might not have been a lot of merch at one point, but I feel like now you can now go and find a, you can find a t-shirt pretty easily at your local big box stores or your hot topics and, or stuff, something like that. And of course, all over the internet, you know, right. There's a, a, I think a famous skateboarding company. I think their skateboarding company called primitive. Um, like multiple now series, like year after year of like new Dragon Ball Z t-shirts and like, of course, high quality, like professional skateboarder level, at least I, under uh, my understanding of the brand professional skateboarder quality levels, Dragon Ball Z, like decks, like with just cool Dragon Ball art underneath. Like it's cool. It's like full, as you said, John, it's full mainstream now, full mainstream. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Cool. What did yeah. you think, John? What like? No, I honestly, I'm so sorry, but I hated it. That's fine. I, yeah, absolutely. You can't, was, you can't, yeah. you can't really jump into something like this. First of all, yeah. You know, and I did, I did like the first one a lot more. I liked like seeing these characters that I sort of knew a little bit about. Um, I just like wanted to see more. I wanted more action and like, 
2020 goggles on, like with like someone is texting me and then like, you know, uh, like you, I'm just like maybe I'm at, I'm like doing another edit on another podcast. I'm just like trying to do th- like the first one held my attention. The second one, not really not as much. I had to be like take my phone and put it on the like in the other room because I was like, no, I should be watching this right now. I'm getting distracted. Right. Um, so in that regard, it doesn't hold up. But like it is like it's obviously huge, like people, tons of people like it. You guys are both very passionate about it. Um, I don't think I've seen Justin's face get so red. It's matching the color of his shirt. Um, but like, no, seriously, it I think if I watched it as a kid, I'd be totally into it because I didn't. I feel like I'm I'm not. Do you think um, if just because we, we the way that Kyle picked them, we watched like two sort of teaser episodes and we don't know then nothing s- would have helped. Nothing. It wouldn't have helped. Gotcha. Unless it's I watched the beginning and I got hooked. To me, it's the I have to have watched the beginning and get hooked. But I feel like I probably would have had to watch like twenty four episodes in order to get like enough on, of a piece. Yeah. You know they, what I mean? Because they, it's like just I mean maybe not, but that's how a lot of shows are. I think you need to give them a chance. A, I'm not giving it enough of a chance, and B, I'm I'm coming in at like these sort of points that I like. I, I understand more now the way that you guys are describing it, and like yeah, it makes sense like how that would be so cool. It mm-hmm. just like wasn't built up for me in that way, you know. Um, I completely, I totally get that. Yeah. I, I would recommend to anyone who's listening, who is maybe on the fence about anime or whatever, skip Dragon Ball Z, just whatever. Don't, doesn't matter. You've gotten a gist from listening to this episode, what it's all about. Fighting, cool, whatever. Powering up. Powering up. Go right to, uh, we mentioned there was a series called Dragon Ball GT, which is kind of universally hated. Um, I I just want to say on record I'm fine with it. It's fine. I agree. It is what it is. It is what it is. Go the ahead. reason it is what it is is because there is no manga that it's based on, and yeah. the author Akira Toriyama has no, like other than creating characters that were used in the show, he's not involved. He's not a part. Yeah. So that aired in like whatever early, the the, the 90s I guess. In 2016, Akira Toriyama came back and made a actual full-length, feature-length, in a theater, Dragon Ball Z movie that actually was a... uh, There had been many, like, straight-to-DVD movies that technically don't... They don't follow the storyline of the movie. They're just the characters. It's kind of weird. This is the first movie that takes place, like, in the series. It's, like, a continuation of the show. It's, like, an hour and a half, and the animation is, like, 2016 level. It's, like, start there. The, like it's just a new story and it's new characters and like cool animation that's like of the time um i would start there if anyone's interested and i see where that takes you i agree with that all right that's uh, that's a good recommendation i'm not gonna do it but um sorry i'm gonna watch go watch survivor instead and have no one to talk to about it <laughs> um we are we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back. Kyle, you know, you're on a little bit of a hot streak on the podcast. We've talked about some hot stuff before. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. some other hot stuff after the break. Do you like to eat healthy? Do you care what goes in your body? But do you still like to eat meat? Get Butcher Box. This is organic, grass-fed, grass-finished meat. It's the way to go. If you still like to eat protein but you're not into mass farming, ButcherBox.com. Use the code H-O-L-D-U-P. Get a discount plus some free goodies. Also works at smoothiebox.com. Very organic uh, smoothies. 
You can get college, you know, grass-fed, grass-finished collagen in there. Again, same code, H-O-L-D-U-P. Wow, I couldn't even. Justin, you just nailed that. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to do a quick, a quick one. That, I'm using that. Okay, great. Good. <laughs> Good. And we're back. Nice. Hell yeah, Kyle, what do we have? We teased it a little bit. We got a hot treat. What are we eating? Flamin' Hot Cheetos. You guys familiar oh. with Flamin' Hot? God, I love your uh, yeah, like the portion-controlled bowl. Thanks. Just Ish. portion control for now. I will. I will eat too much of them. Too many of them later. It happens. Um, I am um, glad I ate dinner first because I do. Fe- I am concerned I would have eaten this whole bag otherwise. That's good. Yeah. So uh, you know, Kyle, last time you were on uh, for our traditional episode, we had Andy Cap hot fries, mm-hmm. um, and I think I will be safe to say this is a little bit of a step up in the sort of heat department. Yeah. Um, but what keeps you coming back to the hot snacks? You know, we were talking off the pod on uh, the on Slack, and we were you you like hot stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've always liked spicy things. Uh, Andy Cap's hot fries was probably like my first spicy snack I got really yeah. into. And then I think it was in like I was asking my parents. I think it was in '95. We took a it might have been 94 we took a trip to the west coast las vegas visit some family i was born in california um and we we go to this rest stop or some sort of convenience store and on the spindle rack is flaming hot cheetos never heard of you know i had only ever known cheese puffs and cheetos at the time parents are very into spicy things you know we like mexican food we like spicy everything and they grab it and we like the bag's gone immediately especially between our family and we all like spicy things so we just end up spending a lot of vacation money on flaming hot cheetos because you know when you find something you love that rules yeah it was it was fun Uh, i love that story fast forward a little bit get back to the east coast there's no flaming hot cheetos there's no latino market where i'm from coventry rhode island Right. Um, <laughs> okay, <you said> that. <laughs> Sorry, go on. It's yeah. So it's like we're we're out at your stop and shop in Coventry looking for. We're asking for flaming hot Cheetos, and they're like, um, "This is a Taco Bell or a Mr. Taco down the road." Because uh, you know yeah. this is before Ch- this is before Chipotle and all There's that. There's a stuff. Mr. Taco so far f- away from the Coventry. Yeah, barely part of, Co- but that was the closest thing we had other than Taco Bell. So we can't find them. And then, you know, I think it was like a year later, they finally made it to the East Coast. And and now it's this epic phenomenon. I would say it brought the Cheetos brand back. Oh, interesting. I'm intrigued by um, that you have this as a kid, right? Um, Because I kind of don't have a memory of, like, I don't remember these existing. Um, Like until late high school, college, I guess. And at which point, like, I didn't, I don't know, feel like I ate chips that much so i i think this i think it has a lot to do with kyle's point because when i first saw them i saw these in like providence and when i was going to rhode island college and like convenience stores around that area which we all grew up in the same town coventry rhode island predominantly white when i say predominantly i mean like 95 percent white people it was so so white i was eskimo right i don't think i'm eskimo for the people that aren't here well, you're looking pretty green right now. <laughs> yeah, because of the weird color temperature. But yeah, so like 
there just was not there like other than the Taco Bell. Were there any Mexican restaurants in Coventry? Mr. Taco, right? I think that was in, in West Warwick. Warwick, Warwick. And West right. Warwick. But, so yeah. we didn't have any. No. And Nothing. that was a very, and like, I liked Mr. Taco, but um, that was some of my like first like foray into Mexican food. And I used to love going there with my folks as a kid, but it wasn't like, it was very Americanized. You know, it was basically a sit down version of Taco Bell type of stuff. They had like, pico de gallo and salsas but they weren't really that spicy and like right looking back on it now as someone who also really likes spicy foods um mr taco was like you know my, i thought my parents were like oh we were having spicy foods now they can't handle the type of spicy foods that like i like to eat now you know what i mean yep. and so it definitely has i think has become more available and there was also that time in like the past 10 years where it was like I'm gonna I'm gonna blow my face off with hot with yeah, heat, you know, ghost and it's peppers. Like, yeah, yeah, and that I do not enjoy because it's just not even a flavor at that point. It's no, just it's pure like, capsicum, just, pain. Yeah, exactly, and it's just it it's just spicy and it kills it it kills the taste of it. Um, but yeah, something like these Cheetos, uh, the exact opposite. These are a tried and true classic. This is how often do you have these, Kyle? Um, not as much as I used to, um, as I've gotten older, I've tried to, to be a little bit healthier in my choosings. <laughs> I love the chopsticks. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm so Kyle's laughing at me, laughing at John, because John has, as I mentioned, a nice portion control, uh, dish and Cheetos, as I think everyone's the only thing they don't like about Cheetos is how much they like ruin your fingers from doing anything else. Same. That red 40. Eat gets you john is eating his cheetos with chopsticks which i am just that's right wowzers i am loving it and i am jealous it's good it's amazing so it it helps in two regards right this is a way that i will eat them even when i'm not sitting at my computer but it really helps right now because i'm at my computer and i don't want to be getting cheeto dust on my fingers and then be touching the computer so more importantly um as someone who struggles with food and has his entire life um if I put them in my hands, I will eat like a dozen of them at a time. Mm. The chopsticks, it's, it's more like how one or two. How many can you fit in your hand, right? That's control, how I typically yes, eat. <laughs> 100%. If I'm eating popcorn, I'm, put, I'm putting as much popcorn in my hand as I can. And I'm, you know, well, I, I, can, I can slide it in, right? <laughs> right. See, exactly. you think you can slide it in, but three pieces get on the couch every time every you do time. that. Yes. So there are certain snacks that you can have like built in that will help you Cheetos with chopsticks. Uh, like pistachios it. that are still in the shell, right? With chopsticks. Ooh, with chopsticks, that's so difficult. <laughs> the slowest snack. If you get pistachios, if I get, if I buy pistachios that are shelled, <laughs> I'm eating like how many pistachios in about five minutes? Way more than probably, it would be if I was probably thirty them. to forty dollars worth of pistachios. You, can, insane, you know what I mean? <laughs> you could go through an insane one of those thirteen dollar bags in about ten minutes when they're not so. You know, a little built in. Um, I got to help myself sometimes, you know? Um, love it. So, yeah, got to love the chopsticks for anything spicy like this. I'll do the same thing with, like, Flamin' Hot Doritos because there's a lot of different Flamin' yeah, Hot Yeah, so, yeah, it's more mainstream now, this Flamin' right. Hot everything. I brought a right. few of my boys. What else did me. you get? What else did you get? Two of my favorites, Flamin' Hot Doritos. Flamin' Hot Doritos. Loved Doritos so as a kid and yep. then joined forces with the Nacho Doritos. Killing. 
Yes. Um, the other fairly new one that I got is Smartfoot. Flaming. Oh, I saw that shit. I saw that today, but I did not grab it. That is awesome. It is phenomenal. Um, a few good runner-ups are uh, Lay's does a Flaming Hot Dill Pickle. Yes, that if is a good one. If you're into pickles. Uh, is it actual pickles or Flamin' Hot Dill Pickle flavored chips? Chips, sorry, yes. Oh. Lay's Flamin' Hot Dill Pickle regular chips. Um, Ruffles also does a wavy Flamin' Hot if you're more into a more substantial. I like a wavy. Yeah, same. I'm a big fan of a ruffle or a wavy over like a traditional potato chip. Yeah, but- I'm at a point where I fucking hate Lay's style chips. Give yeah. me kettle cooked, kettle cooked or yes. wavy. It's the tissue paper of chips. You know, I need more something more substance than that. It's, I yeah. don't, yeah. I don't want this. You know, these flakes that I have to drink at the end of the bag. So you got these, Kyle. You found these when you were like on a trip out to the West Coast, and you said how long before you were able to find them? Like at, at least, home? at least a year. Wow. Um, yeah, it was it, so I you know our families deprived of them and you know, we didn't we didn't really go to Providence till I was much older. Sure. In life um and maybe we would have found them earlier. Um I think that Flame and Hot was invented by like a a a janitor. Janitor, right? Yeah. Okay. That's how the story goes. A janitor <laughs> at Frito-Lay invented the Flame and Hot Cheeto. And then, you know, I've always been into spicy snacks. I always try the new everyone's tried to combat flaming hot like you find a lot more hot spicy varieties of different yes. like cheese it's all these different things but nothing it's has hit that flavor note i feel like that flaming hot has um have you ever tried takis kyle so th- dude that's where i'm going with the story you you same <laughs> so i was working in uh brookline massachusetts um I would say a lot more diverse than Coventry, Rhode Island. Absolutely, much more diverse. Yeah, a sub, a, a city just outside of Boston. Yeah, my Jewish population. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's very diverse. <laughs> it's very diverse. Um, you know, you see the the Fenway Sit Go sign on my way to work. It was cool. It was yeah. cool working there. Um, I had a girl on my produce team. Um, she saw me with a bag. I think I had a brought flaming hot in and she's like, Oh, you don't know anything. <laughs> she's like, have you tried Takis? And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, is that like taquitos? Like, is it, she's like, no, no, no. So she comes in on a future shift with a bag of Takis. And I'm like, Oh, this is cool. And, and it was like, it was like finding flaming hot again. It's like, it is very up. Uh, I would say it's the, the if you're into this kind of thing, it's the next best thing to play with not is is going to be Takis, and that's a brand called Barcel, who might be owned yes. by a larger brand, right? Um, and Takis Mondelez or something. Yeah, Mondelez International, but I think Takis again more mainstream. They have all these flavors now, so it's just it's cool for me because I've always loved this stuff, and now I just have all these variety. Yeah, you get you're seeing it more and more and more places. I will say that like. I love the texture of a Cheeto more than the texture of a Taki. Um, they have, like, the different flavor palettes, which is nice. They, like you said, there's, like, six different ones, right? There's like, mm-hmm. there's, like, avocado, and there's more basic ones, but then there's, like, crazy spicy ones, and there's, like, those weird zombie ones, and, like, there's, yeah, like, eight or so different flavors. You can buy them at just, like, any sort of grocery store. Um, is there a Juggalo relationship to the Taki? Not no. that I know of. Like you Fuego. might be thinking of Fago. No, it's Fago. It's Fago. Fago. Oh. <laughs> What did you call it? Fuego, Fuego means hot or oh, 
Fuego means that's why it's all that convoluted. Maybe, in there my you head. go. I, yeah, there you go. Um, um, so, Kyle, yeah. were you into spicy s- snacks and food in general before you found these with your family on the trip? Or was this your introduction to spicy and you're like, oh, I like this. I can I can do this. Like, I thought you were going to say before spicy was cool. Because, yes, I was into spicy food before spicy was cool. Because, again, it was it, like there just wasn't spicy things like. Yeah. It was it was my mom essentially introducing me. She would have to go to this this um, you know w- this store to get certain ingredients that you couldn't find in Coventry, and that would be my introduction. You know whether it's chilies or spices for different dishes. I had always this wasn't my introduction to spicy. This was like we found our favorite spicy snack ever. Oh my god! As a family, this is the best right. vacation ever. Right. This is a way to get the spicy without having to do the extra effort. You're gonna find this hopefully like in a in a convenience store or something like and grab a bag and, and be snacking away without having to go to like the specialty market. Right. Do you guys have I've always had a flaming hot wish list? Uh some of those Ooh, okay. come true. I, I Doritos. This. Uh, yep. D- Doritos was always on my list. Um I think my my top one right now would be like a Doritos Locos Flaming Hot Taco. Oh well, ta- holy shit! Yeah, from Taco Bell, I could get they it. They have one. Want. Flaming hot? Um, oh, they do have a. F- no, they. It's the Doritos. It's. Just, Locos. I think it's just the nacho and the Cool Ranch, right? No, it's the, the Doritos Locos Taco. They have a a fiery. Fiery. That's what it is. I don't know what that it's is. Not, but it's, it's not. It's not. Fiery. I feel it's like not it's exactly not flaming hot. It, oh, a I would like a. I want a flaming hot cheese it. I could. Yeah, that's good. I like that. They do a beef I don't jerky, have cheese. It's a lot. Oh, flaming hot jerky. Yeah, I would do a wheat thin rather than a cheese it. I, I don't. I feel like eating wheat thins are healthier than a cheese it for whatever. So reason. here's here's the thing. I've I like to think of myself as a flaming hot connoisseur, and I've tried quite a few of them. Um, there is, you know, the new pretzel thins, like the flat pretzels that there's all those yes. snacks now. Um, somebody did a flaming hot branded pretzel thin, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be great, and it was horrible. It did not have that same kick so i wonder would you be able to get that same because there's a level of coatedness that these cheetos right. have and i think that's what lends to that flaming hot is just how much of that seasoning is on there triscuits not known for their seasoning right you think that would come across the flaming hot i would like to see it I'd there's try. a lot of nooks and crannies in there maybe have you tried the have you tried the funyuns oh yeah flaming hot funyuns yeah yeah glorious wow, wow. interesting i would try those too yeah. um Kyle, did you do these taste the same they tasted when you were in 1994 in Las Vegas? I feel like that's one thing. They nailed it and they kept it. Yeah. I don't feel like there's been any change. Kyle, I mean Justin, what do you think? I honestly I think this might be the first time I've ever had these. Wow. Yeah, wow. I I don't I don't I don't know why. Like they're delicious. I love them. I like I think I just tend to avoid Cheetos as a snack because they're they're so messy and I just don't enjoy yeah. that feeling. I love Cheetos. Um, Same, but but th- these are th- these are great. Like I really love how spicy these are, and they it's like a it's actually like really it's an works. addictive spicy. It is addictive. Um, it's it's really good, I, and it's just funny you bring up like you like spice as a kid because I, I remember being like sort of again feeling like I was the only one who did growing up, mm-hmm. and so I would always ask like, and this is definitely not the same spicy level. But I would always want a pizza with pepperoni and onions because I felt like those were the two spiciest <laughs> known ingredients to yeah. an eight-year-old. There's that palate. There's that Rhode Island palate. 
Yeah, right. Well, that's yeah, that's what I was surrounded with. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah and then finding them and being deprived afterward was. And then you realize, like, oh, um, there's like buffalo, like buffalo sauce, yeah. and then you like, oh, I'll take like the next highest. Oh, you can do higher than buffalo. I'll I'll do that, and like, yeah, you know, I didn't know that I, I would always do it. Um, I went to a like a Catholic school with not a lot of kids, and I felt like oh. I'm already the overweight kid. So let me, I'll be the, give me whatever spicy thing you could throw at me. I'm going to eat it and be like, it was fine. Like, I'm just going to be like, as you're dripping sweat. Yeah. Like it's that episode of the Simpsons where Homer eats that ghost pepper and, yep. and he coats his mouth with like wax yeah. in order to eat the ghost pepper and then goes on a fucking acid trip. Isn't it like nuclear or it looks nuclear or something? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was how I acted like, through you know middle school for spicy foods and yet um i like never had these though and they're great they're awesome i like i can't stop eating these yeah so good you mentioned john you use the chopsticks so that it doesn't get messy i do try to only use two fingers you gotta like them. i got a pincer i got a pincer the situation i can't be just letting yeah. every finger touch the guess bag. how many guess how many fingers i'm using there bud I well would like say, i would say three? most of them yeah three Four? No, well, zero are getting dirty. But you're no, operating a tool with those fingers. Yeah, and it's smart as hell. It's evolution. <laughs> oh, it's evolution. Don't get me wrong. Yes. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I can't. Look at my clean ass napkin. <laughs> I know. I'm on Yo, can I lick your chopsticks? Hey, Anytime. I wouldn't advise that. It's, 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 it's you literally good. splinter them to, to get them apart. Oh, no. These are from Epcot, baby. These are nice. These are a lot, you know, these are like. Those are we vacation chopsticks. We have, uh, we don't, I don't just, I have like multiple pairs of nice chopsticks. I will say that. That's cool. I, nice. I remember feeling very proud when I felt proficient in chopsticks. You know, when you, you feel, you yeah. feel like finally get a grasp in them. How old were you guys? Probably early 20s. Yeah. 20, 2021. First time I had sushi, I, I know, I remember exactly where I was because I was like on the road for a job in Atlanta and I feel like I taught myself then. Mm hmm. Someone helped me struggle. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my dad trying to like teach me and I was like, no dad, whatever you're saying makes zero sense. I don't, you don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't make sense. And then dad, one time you go out with your friends and it looks like everyone else around you knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So you just fucking do it. Gotta learn. Yep. I think um, more often than not with many things that require like a physical, something physical for you to figure out how to do it being taught or given any uh, advice ahead of time is detrimental to learning. I think uh, that's uh, not all the time. <laughs> well, so I'm thinking of chopsticks and I'm thinking of snowboarding in particular, those two specific that's good, activities. That's a good pool of, and like it's very, and so personal, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, Justin's like, I believe that anyone who learns anything completely know anything about it beforehand. Yeah, and right. And he's just like, oh, well, you know why? Because these two really specific uh, things that happened to me. For Dragon Ball Z and... <laughs> For Dragon Ball Z and uh, brand listen, new. Listen, I think people get in their heads about like doing these very physical things. And at the end of the day, your body, like just let your body do... Figure like, it out. 
what it needs to I do. To, I agree with what you're saying for a certain extent. It was just very funny how like oh, I know. how like I know. sure you were, you know, of it. Of course. And I don't think anything is that sure, you know. But hey, you were confident and I liked it. I I still um believe in it quite a bit as a way of life. But be, like cuz you when you like I'm going to use snowboarding as the example, but like you you're just just you watch the videos or you're taught and you got to do this and you got to stand and you got to just tell your body not to fall, which is like a very weird thing. And I think some people might have an issue with hearing that only, but what does your body naturally want to do? Do that. Let your, let yourself figure it out, feel how you feel to feel comfortable and then do that rather than, Oh, you have to stand up straight, but bend your knees and you know, you got to lift your toes and you got to use your fingers for the, for the chopsticks and you got to keep your thumb here and your finger. You so do you, have you to, you to use to your fingers. School? Yeah. You went to private school, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like these things weren't hammered at home as much in, in my, I went to a blue ribbon school though. Hong Kong. I like blue Hong Kong. Sorry. Our schools were accredited by the diocese of Providence, <laughs> Kyle. So, um, <laughs> that's very important. Very important. <laughs> yeah, the bishop said we're an education system. Because when you think yeah. education, you think the bishop. Right, 100% the bishop. You know, the bishops uh, of, like, New England in the 90s, they weren't uh, doing anything wrong. Oh, <laughs> yeah, go. here's another recommendation. Go watch Spotlight. Um, <laughs> so, Kyle, yes. I got a couple questions for you. Shoot. Uh, first, I would like to know if you think uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos hold up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Justin? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Also, I would like to know if if any of the other flaming hot uh, varietals uh, rank higher than the Cheetos, or do the Cheetos still hold that top spot? I I want to say the Doritos might take it, but yeah. I, I I wonder if it's just like you're looking at at the the you seen that meme where he's he's watching the girl walk past, walking with his girl. Love that meme. So I wonder if that's flaming hot Doritos that I'm I'm like and I'm walking with uh, right. flaming hot Cheetos. You're walking with flaming hot Cheetos. They're there with you all the time. But look at the flaming hot Doritos caught your eye. I really like those Doritos. Yeah, because I loved Doritos. So now you've yeah. just given me my favorite flavor of probably my favorite snack. Now let me put on my my drug rug and my uh, my hippie sunglasses for a second and mm-hmm. ask you if you've had the. Um, the flaming hot munchies, bruh. Have you tried those? The munchies, oh, flaming yeah. hot. Yeah, so that's like with the the sun chips and the pretzel, right? Yeah, so you get sun chips, you get pretzels, you also get Doritos in there, and, and you get Cheetos. Cheetos. So it's like it's a nice sort of mix. I don't necessarily think that the pre- the pretzels, although I like pretzels on their own, they sort of they sort of hinder a mix like that. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not big on the pretzels when it comes to like a, a variety bag, but I would love. A flaming hot Cheeto, flaming hot Dorito, just those two. You know what? Just buy them, mix them up in the bowl at home. I like doing that stuff, sort of stuff. Or but give me, for, give me a seasoning I can take home, a flaming hot powder. Yes, and I yeah, can absolutely. share this with my family. Absolutely, I have a maple sriracha uh, powder that I put on popcorn, wow. and that was yeah. that was quite good. Wow, that sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was very good. I like, or like a Frank's flaming hot, like a, yes, that would kill. Yes, it would kill. I agree. That's a fun thing to do. Speaking of like popcorn and seasoning, yeah. something I do as an adult now is like, oh, like after I open the bag, you put a little seasoning. I'll do a little oregano, a little crushed red pepper, and I close uh-huh. the bag, shake it up. 
Oh, yeah. well, it really is game changer yeah. of the popcorn. I'm big on nutritional yeast. Have you guys ever tried Nooch. that? Nooch. Wow. Yeah. Nutritional yeast on popcorn is so good. It's a nice yeah. little cheesy flavor. That but cheesy it's, tang. Know, it's Plus, it's, really it's got good. your B vitamins, right? There you go. Yep. It's got good vitamins in it. It's better for you than Parmesan cheese, and it has that same sort of flavor. For sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. This was a lot of fun, Kyle. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm sorry this went so long, but there was just Don't be sorry. so much to talk about. Hour and a half, it's like perfect, perfect episode length. No. Yeah, this um, is kind of, this is the, well, right on the spot. I mean, if you don't love Dragon Ball Z, it might be a lot, but. Hey, that's all right. That's cool. Flaming Hot, you can't not. I think we got into, we got a bit in the weeds, but I think we also did a nice job coming out of the weeds. It's but it's, not to. it's from a place of passion, right? I agree. Absolutely, and, that's, and that's I really cool. think. I think it would be hard not to. It's there's so much information and there's so much that you guys both know about it that um I mean honestly you could like I know we've said it before about many things. You could do a whole podcast. I'm sure there are whole podcasts about <laughs> right. Dragon Ball Z that like, you know, it it's hard. It's hard to break it's hard to break all that stuff down. So, yeah, thank you Kyle. This was a lot of fun. Um Please do us a favor. Check us out on social media everywhere. We are at the Hold Up Podcast, except for Twitter, where we are at the Hold Up Cast. You can call and leave us a voicemail. We haven't gotten a voicemail in a while. Call us. Leave us a voicemail, 401-236-5170. Leave us ratings and reviews wherever you listen to your podcasts. And make sure to check out our sponsors that we mentioned during our ads. Justin, I'm getting pretty good at not forgetting anything. Is there anything I forgot? The Patreon. That's right, the Patreon. At, which is also at the Hold Up Podcast. So, um, yeah, check us out there. And Patreon, you can you know, um, my watch mom, videos. My mom says, you know, it'd be great if I could watch you guys. And I said, well, you can do that on the Patreon. Yeah. And then I said it costs money. It costs $3 a month. And she was like, I don't want to pay for it. Well, wow. that's what you got to do. That's what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, you know, if it was like, if this was a commercial for the ASPCA, we could tell you that it costs less than two cups of coffee a month to get our Patreon. In the arms I mean, you didn't, of the you didn't, angel. You didn't tell that commercial is haunting. When you wake yeah, up that is. blast in the middle of the night. Yeah. You didn't true. tell. Um, oh, my God. I just lost my train of thought because eyes of a, that song. Justin was talking about his mom. Justin was talking about his mom in the Patreon. and um, oh, video. oh, yes. She doesn't know about the OnlyFans, right? Oh, no one knows about the OnlyFans. Okay. Guys. My oh my god all right well hold Kyle, up uh the floor is yours is there anything you would like to that was really uh, we could just end it there but we have to give kyle the floor i know um, no uh thanks for yeah. having me um thank you i always talk about what i'm reading i just finished the new jim crow nice um, and i'm currently reading uh why do all the black kids sit together in the cafeteria i think that's an it's a long name it's like those those band names yes. that, that they just right. like I can't track one, track two. Right. Great book though so far. Hell yeah. Doing a good thing, staying educated, reading books about how terrible our system is and trying to change it. Kyle Jaramello, thank you so much for being with us on the show. Thanks for coming on, dude. Uh, I mean, I I didn't, I didn't really mean, I didn't, I meant that. I didn't mean it sarcastically. It might've sounded like that was a little funny, but I didn't take it. I don't think so. You're doing the, you're doing the right things. Yeah. He's doing it, Kyle. All you can do is learn. That's right. Hell yeah. All right. Later dudes. Decaf left, regular right. Decaf left, regular right. It's very challenging work.